T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Last comment we're going to make about that Chiefs Raiders game yesterday. There's a uh, comment from one of the Raiders players, Amik Robertson, that is generating a bit of controversy, at least here. Uh, by the way, we don't break down stats, but the story from the Kansas City Star says Amik Robertson's stat line for Sunday were three tackles and one odd postgame comment. Uh, he was being interviewed in the locker room, and Amik Robbins, uh, Robertson said, We've lost a couple games, but for some reason, you know, for me, this one just hurt because I know we're better than that team. Oh, yeah. I saw this. I know we got more dogs. We're better than that team. We got more dogs. I know we're better than that team. End of quote. He was then asked by the reporters if his feeling was shared by other members in the Raiders locker room. Of course. We put the work in. We know we're better than that team. Okay. And, and one last, uh, very quickly, one last football note. I think the Missouri side schools play their state championships this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. If, I, if I'm wrong, please correct me so I can make the correction. But the Kansas side schools had their championships yes. this past weekend. Mill Valley, <clears throat> man. Boy. Once again. That, that, now, they didn't play at Mill Valley, but that football field is directly in my back. You know, yeah. that football field is right in my backyard. They won their fifth straight state title, 5A, and they're seventh in nine years. It's nonstop. Also, Gardner-Edgerton winning their first ever 6A football state championship over the weekend. So congrats uh, to both teams on excellent season. St. Thomas Aquinas won the 4A state championship with a 35-7 win over Andover Central. And then, it mentioned, and then the story goes on to mention Mill Valley and Gardner. Okay, not to go back an entire week, but did you guys see Mark Wahlberg on the Monday Night Football Manning cast? No. So they bring in guests from time to time where they'll just have a third face in a box to comment Mm -hmm. on the game. Mm -hmm. Wahlberg's a big Eagles fan. They thought that he'd be a great addition to the show. (laughs) Awful announcing, one of Dana's favorite Twitter accounts, posted a highlight reel from Mark Wahlberg's appearance and... For the first minute of the highlight reel, Mark Wahlberg did not say a word. And stand by, I will find his one <laughs> response in the entire three-minute-long video. Not feeling it, was he? <laughs> was he in a bad mood, or did he not understand the purpose he he was there for? So this is from Awful Announcing, the Manning cast. And this is the first time that they're finally like, Hey, Mark, uh, you're here with us. Uh, say something. 
stay with it. Give a chance to audible here. You want to call Omaha? You want to audible here? You going with the field goal? No, no, I'm sticking with the initial prediction. Field goal. <laughs> wow, that's, uh, that's it. That's all you got. Wow! Deep insight. And they're both, you know, they're not professional broadcasters. They're just two Manning brothers who love football, hanging out in their homes on their Zoom cameras. Like, just, now what do we say? Yeah, just goofing around. <laughs> yeah. Three guys watching a football game. Uh, what is going on? Okay, he's been roasted. This is from the Daily Mail for, quote, looking miserable on the Manning cast for the Eagles' comeback win over the Chiefs as the NFL fans asked if the A-lister is, quote, being forced at gunpoint to be on the show. Was it that bad? <laughs> He's leaning back in his chair. You can tell the TV is off to his left side, and he is just watching the game. Look at him. He's not even looking. The Eagles score. No facial expression. No wahoo. From Twitter, should someone check on Mark Wahlberg? Is he okay? (laughs) Yeah, a three-minute-long highlight reel, and I believe he said, I don't know, two things. Uh, Here's another one. Why does Mark Wahlberg look like someone just stole his dog? He looks angry. Was he only on for three minutes, or was he on for like a quarter? No, they have half? you on for typically the entire game if the, you're going to be that guest. Oh God, I dare anyone to give less energy to any appearance than Mark Wahlberg is giving on tonight's Manning cast. <laughs> well, I mean, he looks he, angry. He does his, his look. His forehead is is uh, yeah, like it was court ordered. Like this is some sort of punishment that you know you, you got caught doing something wrong, and a judge said. You have to go sit and do the Manning podcast. I, I, I'm not a fan of, of the Manning cast. On It's on ESPN2 on Oh, Monday I'm not nights. either. I don't think it's very good. I don't think it's very good. I've watched it once, and I thought, man, this is just. Well, that one was especially bad. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Does it even get ratings? Do people watch it? I mean, Mahomes was on one a couple of weeks ago. Oh, somebody on the text line says that he's a Patriots fan, so maybe, I don't know. Okay, then why would you agree to go on the show? Well, yeah. I, I was curious about why he's a Philadelphia Eagles fan, because they're from Boston, the Wahlberg family. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, he was on for 15 minutes. Okay, I don't watch the Manny Castillo. I don't, so I don't care. Know that was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Even, it, here's the other thing. If you watch. only have to do 15 minutes... You can't prop yourself up and be like, "All right, let's break down the let's break down what's going on with the game." Uh, honey, can you make me a cup of coffee real quick? I'm kind of I'm dragging right now, and I need to get on Lord. the Manning brothers and say I more really, than three words. I really like him too, so I'm like, "What is happening there?" What are you doing here, Mark? Uh, sticking with the prediction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the field goal on that so one, guys. Yes. Oh thanks, thanks God. for calling on me. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Got a new movie coming out. Good talk. We'll Good talk. talk. About that here Good talk. All right, we oh, got. Sorry, was I snoring? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we will get before the end of the hour to the Derek Chauvin story that's in our stack. Um, if you missed it, he suffered uh, near life threatening or life threatening uh, injuries over the weekend. He was stabbed at a federal prison in Tucson, Arizona, and I, I and I'll share it later when when we get into the story. And we'll just, we're not going to make a big topic out of it; just touch on it briefly. Um, but I, I had a thought over the weekend after hearing that he had been uh, critically injured uh, in prison. And, and I'm no fan of Derek Chauvin. I don't care about him one way or the other. Um, but a, th- a thought crossed my mind about th- this is not acceptable. And, and I'll, go, I'll get into my reasoning. The obvious reason, you know, prisoners in the care custody of the federal government and should be protected. I'm getting too much into my point. Anyway, you have a story about being. Okay. okay. You want to get into it right now? No, no. No, I know. I've already touched on it. Might as well. We can get to your story at 530.
I think most people would say they are anti-stabbing and vigilante justice. But I was around someone over the weekend that said what I will not repeat on this program. And it was it was basically not kind. And there are people that feel that way. And I'm not Mm going to repeat it. I'm not saying I agreed or disagreed with it, but. This is one of those topics that, like, I, I don't know what the topic is. You can't go around stabbing people, end of story, but you also can't go around um, putting your knee on someone's neck and killing them either. No, that's true. That's true. But you are you are now in the care and custody of the government. So was Jeffrey Epstein. So, so was Jeffrey Dahmer. I know. I know. Um, but we cannot have vigilante justice inside the— and. I'm not. You think we should put him in witness protection? No, God, no. I mean, he was convicted. I know. This is not pre-trial. Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis, Minneapolis police officer convicted of murdering George Floyd, was stabbed by another inmate on Friday at a federal prison in Tucson. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison said in a statement to CBS News, I am sad to hear that Derek Chauvin was the target of violence. He was duly convicted of his crimes And like any incarcerated individual, he should be able to serve his sentence without fear of retaliation or violence. Ellison later on Saturday morning said in a statement he could confirm as of that night uh, before that Chauvin is now expected to survive. The Bureau of Prisons said in a statement that an incarcerated person was assaulted at the Federal Correctional Institution in Tucson at 1230 in the afternoon on Friday. You're not, wait, I just want to stop you there. You're not suggesting we put all high-profile inmates in some sort of protective custody or solitary. No. He, no. He, he's not the highest-profile inmate we've ever had in the United States oh, gosh, penal no. system. My God, he may not Ter- be the, Terry Nichols. Yeah, he may not be the highest profile even, even at Even currently. Person. Right. So I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but we don't have the staff, the money, the funding, or the appetite to give special treatment to prisoners we might think um, are looked upon unfavorably, Mm -hmm. sex offenders, but behind bars. You you would literally have to take every single sex offender behind bars and give them protective privileges. Or or solitary confinement, in essence. Which I think is illegal for long periods of time. I I don't know what the answer is, but... And that's my point. It's, for me, you know, this idea of vigilante in the prison system justice is sort of like the homeless problem for, for me, at least in formulating opinion. I can see the problem. I don't know the solution. And clearly the solution is not to release Derek Chauvin and put him in some sort of protective place. The solution would be for him to have not have done no, yeah, what he did in the first place. Of Let's course. start with that. And then once you're behind bars and you are looked upon unfavorably by, I mean, name your group, Scott, because behind prison walls, we know there are groups, okay? Yes. There are groups of black gangs. There are white supremacist groups. There are Hispanic There gangs. are Hispanic gangs and groups. So who are we protecting from whom and who gets on that list? You start to see where this is impossible. And who among those groups would be willing to protect him. I've never been in prison, but that's the way I understand the game is once you get in there, you find yourself a group real quick. And I'm sure that there's not a single group in any prison that's willing to say, you know, Derek, come on over. Come on over, man. We'll take care of you. 
913-586-7798. Here on Dana and Parks. Whew. I must have stuck a stick into a beehive or something. Uh, there is no solution. Blank him. Uh, the answer is it's prison. There is no answer. Prison has its own rule. These are all separate texts, by the way. Prison has its own rules. Hmm. Okay. Let me ask you this. Could you request to be put in solitary? You know, let's, let's say the Jeffrey Dahmers of the world. Can you say, I am so fearful of my safety that I am requesting I, I, I don't solitary? That's a great question that I do not know the answer to and hope to never find out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Brian in Overland Park. Hey, Brian. Hey, Scott. Thanks. Good topic here. Um, you know, a lot of people get killed in prison every year. Uh, he's, he's one of many, I think. Uh, some of it's done just, you know, like in, in uh, Alabama, they're, they're dying from the heat. They have air conditioning, it gets up to 130 degrees for weeks, and the government does nothing about it. So yep. they're not places people care to look after people. I mean, they want to house them for whatever reason. I don't agree with a lot of that. But, uh, you know, you're in there among your peers, so to speak. And uh, there's justice on the outside and there's justice on the inside. And I have a pretty good idea what's going on on the inside with him. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I think, though, in the long run, if I give him given a choice, I, I tell him right away when I get say, shoot me, don't kneel on my back for nine minutes if it comes to that. Okay. It's a fair point. He's not a beloved character in America. I get it. Just uh, behind the scenes so you know, I'm walking out to use the restroom, and Scott's like, I think we should mention Derek Chauvin, and I just go, I am anti-stabbing people. What are we going to say? Because it makes me so uncomfortable to talk about this. Because I'm just going to call it what it is. It's not okay to say that I don't care that somebody got stabbed. And that's what a lot of people are thinking. And it makes me uncomfortable that a lot of people are thinking that. It makes me uncomfortable for a thought like that to even cross my mind. Although, if I think about Keith Nelson, who killed Pamela Butler, I have always said I would be there when the, when the state mm -hmm. executed him. So it's uncomfortable to me to have even the thought anywhere around my mind, mm -hmm. because I try to be a kind person, but I think a whole lot of people listening, that is their attitude, and I don't like talking about but, that. But with Keith Nelson, his sentence was death, and he was executed by it the would, government. It would still be illegal for someone to have taken care of that in prison, mm -hmm. even though he was sentenced to death. Uh, when Larry Nasser was stabbed multiple times in July, most people I, 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 said it, it took this long. I'm torn. That Nasser is a great yeah, example. I, I Thank a, you. I think he's a, Sam. almost yeah. a better example. Not to compare don't, bad people. Don't ask people to weep for the mm -hmm. serial child rapist. They're not going to do it. Now, does that mean I think we should live in a world where everybody just does what they want? Behind? No, it's not what I mean. But it's hard for me to have these conversations because I know what people are thinking about this. Well, when I heard the news, I, I immediately went to two different trains of thought. And my first one was, I don't like the way that I'm feeling, but eh, who cares? Derek Chauvin got stabbed in prison. But then I reminded myself, hey, man, we're a nation of law. We are a nation of law. And 
the law said that Derek Chauvin needs to go to prison for 20-plus years. And he needs to go to prison for 20-plus years. And as hard as that is for us to accept or, you know, I'm not, I don't, nobody wishes him well. Hey, Derek, have a great trip. See you in 20 when you get out. Ryan in Overland Park as we start to wrap up this conversation. Go ahead. Hey, Scott. Hey, Dana. Happy holidays. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, yeah, prison's a, a peculiar place. Um, I did 10 years in federal prison and was let out in uh, 2018. Um, this didn't surprise me at all. I was kind of shocked that it hadn't happened sooner. Um, you know, it's not right. Maybe that that's how it is, but that's how it is. I mean, uh, it's a different set of rules in there. It's a different set of circumstances. You know, snitches and child molesters and uh, cops are, you know, some of the most unfavorably looked upon that there are, and they, you know, they, they pay consequences. And to answer Dana's question, um, yeah, he could have asked for protective custody, and he would have got it. It's essentially going to the hole where you're in a cell by yourself, but, I mean, it probably would have saved him from being stabbed. That almost sounds yeah. worse. Yeah. Thank you for the call, I mean, Ryan. Yeah. You have that look on, you have that journalism look on your face. No, 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 no. Just what is the latest? At, a lot of people are asking, and then I had a friend just text, what is going on at Blue Valley Parkway in Metcalf? That is that wreck that happened more than an hour ago, yeah, correct? Just after four o'clock, there was a bad wreck at roughly 119th and Metcalf. Um, okay. One critically injured, five total injured. And still completely treatment at the scene. blocked off. So yeah. five thirty. If your travels are, oh boy. if you're supposed to be anywhere in that area of Overland Park, avoid. Because I'm getting the photos now from a friend of mine that just said, "Oh my gosh, 119th and Metcalf." Uh, yeah, Blue Valley Parkway, essentially. Okay. All right. Uh, it appears based on the pictures of the intersection, it is uh, 115th and Metcalf, right there by the uh, Walmart. J. Alexander's, I believe, is right there. Yeah, uh, our mutual friend sent the picture and said there's one gajillion cop cars down here. The road completely blocked off. I will keep you updated. I I don't know what else to add, uh, not being on the scene. So we'll have a traffic update, I guess, coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, Nathan, wrap us up, if you would, in KCK. Hello, Nathan. Hello. Um, originally, I wanted to make the conversation a little more philosophical, but the more that I hear um, comments about uh, this being the expectation, it just makes me um, wonder if we should just make or design prisons differently, just make them better to maybe avoid these sort of groups from forming and these interactions from happening. And where we actually expect these people to actually improve, not to be a torturing experience. This is, like you say, Scott, a mission of loss, and um, we are better than this. Yeah, but how do, how do we, quote, to borrow your word, improve the, the situation, which is an infrastructure change? And, and somehow I think he's saying make it rehabilitation and not punishment, where I think for some prisoners, it's you're there because you're being punished. And I'm okay with that. You're not going to rehabilitate Ted Bundy. Why not? I mean, why, why, why do you say that? Um, because I think there are some crimes for certain inmates, Nathan, that there is no coming back. There's just no coming back. I and, and I would, I would, the serial rapist or sexual predator, 
we have to put them away for punishment, not rehabilitation, because I don't believe some of those offenders can be rehabilitated. Wait, wait. John E. Robinson. Well, the, go ahead. Sorry, Nathan. Keyword key is believe. Like maybe the assumptions that we have about people are wrong. Maybe there are people that grew up not learning what love was, and they look for love in wrong places, whether this is in a gang, whether this is uh, making uh, obscene advances or whatever. Maybe if we were to teach people what love really is, maybe they could become better people. Well, that, that's fine. But once they have not been taught, their search for love ended up hurting someone I care about. I don't want them rehabilitated. I want them punished. Now, you get caught with low-level mar- marijuana or something. Like right. We could have that discussion all day long. I think all of those people should be let out. I agree. But the big, bad, murdering serial killers and rapists – there's no rehabilitation. There are even some sex offenders who are ordered straight from prison to Larned, the psychiatric hospital, because even the government says, I know you did your sentence. I still don't want you living next and to that me. Was, you remember how enormously controversial that was years ago. Still going on. Yeah. Uh, I, I cannot believe it's constitutional, but we're doing it. To take very quickly before we get to the bottom of the air break. Take BTK, for example. He's never going to breathe free air again. If he were to spend his time in prison working on his law degree or just reading up on law, he's wasting his time and our money. In what world is he ever going to use that law degree? Quick break here at the bottom of the hour. We're going to get an update on the situation at 119th and Metcalf where there has been a a terrible traffic wreck. Get an update on that. Don't forget, this is the final week for Coats for Kids 2023. We wrap this up on Friday. We are running behind on donations. If you can go to KMBZ.com, please do when you get home or get a second. And go to the Coats for Kids icon. Click on that. That will take you to a safe and secured website where you can make your contribution to Coats for Kids 2023. Uh, Or just text in KMBZ Coats. One word, KMBZ Coats to 44321. And thank you, and thanks to Pinnacle Bank, our huge partner over the years with Coats for Kids. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Um, very quickly, I think my BS meter might be going off here. Okay. The headline caught my attention. So the story until I started reading it and realized, wait a minute, a Disneyland employee who spent $24,000 on his corporate credit card to buy illegal drugs <laughs> said the mouse house gave him a second chance after he came clean about oh, his addiction. Wow. Came clean. Nice. Wow. Teron Sargsian, who has since left the company, penned an essay for Business Insider detailing his personal struggle when he started an internship with Disney in the summer of 2014. After graduating from college, Disney hired him as a software engineer. It's hard to get on at that company, by the way. At Disney? Yes. Uh, he worked on the PhotoPass team, which was a haven during a dark time. Uh, uh, Sargsian said he was depressed, isolated after coming out to his Armenian immigrant family, turned to methamphetamines as a refuge. He wrote, as my addiction deepened, my finances didn't reflect the near six-figure salary I earned at Disney. Most of my money was spent on drugs mm. and on helping out my immigrant family. I, I don't I don't doubt 90% of this story. Get to the theft. How much? $24,000 on a corporate credit Woo! card and his drug of choice was meth. Who gives someone in their 20s a corporate credit card with a limit that would extend? That's insane. What drug dealer takes credit? <laughs> That's a good question. You take Diners Club, sir. <laughs> no, we keep it with American Express and Visa. <laughs> Great question. Anyway, continue on. Sorry. No, no that was. That, that, it's a fascinating story. And Except you, that. And you know, his, his credit card debt. His addiction and what I recently okay. went through, I thought, oh, this is a very interesting. Okay. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Corporate Here, credit here's card. Here's what I guess. Cash advances? Yeah, no, here's what I guess is going on. He was going to Best Buy on the corporate credit card, buying large items like. Flat screen TVs, uh, turning around and selling those on the marketplace for pennies on the dollar out of the back of his van and using the cash for drugs. Got it. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Okay. I know corporate credit card crook, but if I were to put 23 <laughs> illegal dollars on a corporate credit card that I do not have, that's probably how I would do it. I mean, the embezzlers are always women. I usually are. I need those drugs back. You've been declined. Yeah. <laughs> You are over your daily limits, sir. Uh, funny post on Twitter that might save you some money for the holidays, but I think should come with a warning that I don't see here on the story from ABC News. You can now buy a Christmas tree for as little as $5 if there's a national forest nearby. The centerpiece for home holiday decorating could cost you next to nothing if you live near a national forest forest and are willing to do some heavy lifting. The U.S. Forest Service is encouraging Americans to <laughs> this is such a bad idea to cut down their Christmas trees at nearby federally protected forests and in a majority of participating locations all it will cost is $5 for a permit. Kind of like on Christmas vacation. Um, See that perfect one? Question. Oh, favorite student front row, Danny. Yes, hi. What happens when you chop it on the wrong side and it tips over and kills a toddler? Well, the, these are in lo n large national forests, right? 
Cutting down Christmas trees actually improves forest health, according mm-hmm. to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Do I bring my own axe? Well, for expediency, yes. The permit system offered at dozens of national forests throughout the country helps to thin densely populated areas of small diameter trees and allows other trees to grow larger opening areas that provide forage for wildlife. Okay, I'm not denying any of this. All true. I am here to tell our listening audience, do not grab an axe and go running off, I don't know, to Swope Park thinking you can chop down a tree. Not a national forest. This is very vague. I don't know where to find the nearest local national forest. I don't even know that we have one. But this story is so vague, I fear is that people ri- go, we're just going to go chop down our tree this year. And I just ask a lot of questions before you start swinging away. Is, aren't the Redwoods a, nas- a national forest? They're nowhere near here. Well, I know, and you probably wouldn't want to go chop down a Redwood, but... Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to find yourself inside a federal prison. Only 38 people died Looking in the Christmas truck. tree calling. Mm-hmm. Telephone over here is 913 586 Seven seven nine eight. I, I used to be like opposed to the idea of a natural tree in the house, and I don't know if I am anymore or not. I'm not saying this is a bad idea. If the U.S. Forest Service sure. said, I mean, they know what they're doing. These oh, are like sure. agronomists to the tenth degree. I'm saying that maybe before putting out that public service announcement, there should be some guidelines. Guidelines. Now, by the way, we have the Mark Twain National That's Forest right. here right. in the great state of Missouri. Mm-hmm. Okay, again. Kansas, not a lot of trees. I period. would not mm. just show up with an axe. We'll try it. You need a do's and don'ts list on, yes. on the website. Yes. A chainsaw. D- do bring this. Don't Sam, bring that. It's a great question. What about beer? Buddies and I want to go in and chop down a tree, bring a case Dress of beer. Dress like Paul Bunyan? Yeah. I don't know if we'll have time. Act out some childhood fantasies of being Paul Bunyan. And Why does this have bad idea written <laughs> all um, over it? Because we live in America. People are dumb. Oh, yeah. They're People are going to get dumb. liquored up and go in with an axe. And then <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to have a Christmas well, tree at the end of that adventure, but you're not going to have grandma either. Or a left hand. Because you will have probably cut that off. You taking the whole family to the forest with you? Clark Griswold did. Sam, this, I'm just saying this seems like a Dateline episode that we haven't seen yet. We're we- such a normal family. I, I'm a little. I must confess, I'm a little disappointed with you. We were separated for four days, mm-hmm. had plenty of time to watch television, yeah. and just hang out with the family. You know, snow's coming down. Yeah, I didn't move hey. for 48 hours. I did not move. You haven't dropped one. Run, do not walk in here. I was saving it. Mm-hmm. Got to run away. Do not walk. Oh, is it you? Have one? Me too. I, I did haven't it. seen it, but I'm not. Watching I did it. it. Are we talking about the same thing? Yep. Does it involve a wolf? Yep. Oh, yeah. oh I think I know what you guys Binkley are talking about. Binkley sucked me right in. Jay Binkley? Oh, I remember. <laughs> Apparently, it sucks. The show is called Werewolf. That's right. Werewolf. It's basically a very bad 38-minute news story. Where at the end... You don't know why the Kansas City Chiefs super fan did what he did, allegedly. Hmm. I I literally, 40 minutes of my life, and I can't tell you anything else. It was so bad. Was he going to go to the draft? Nobody knew. Who produced it? 
a producer from ESPN Plus. Oh, that's right. I, it was on ESPN Plus. Yeah. That's right. Now, keep in mind, we've been following this story to a T because it involves a Chiefs super fan. So we probably knew everything that this producer was able to find yeah. out already. There's nothing new in it if you're yeah. in Kansas City. Ah, on contraire, mon frere. Chiefsaholic is still in jail. His name's not Xavier. It's Zavadar Babadar. I did learn that. It rhymes. Zavier you say it, Zavier Babadar. So you did learn something. Maybe that's why he lived a life of crime. Uh, I did not learn anything <laughs> outside of the fact that we've been mispronouncing his first name. It is not pronounced Xavier. They got to his lawyer, and the lawyer agreed to set, sit down, and it goes like this. So, no comment. <laughs> but if, no comment. Well, if he did, no comment. You know you and I have both been in those interviews uh-uh. before. I would have been like, dude, you got to give me something. Come I, on. I wouldn't put him in the in the. I wouldn't show. have either. Either give me something or I'm not. Does he it- have a gambling problem? No comment. I mean, it, it was, it's just, they did not have a lot to work with except one mugshot. Is, the, is this guy really that big of a story that ESPN needs to get involved? This isn't 30 and 30 material. <sighs> he did put a gun to a teller's chest. Allegedly. And said, handed over. Well, there's surveillance video, but. A CO2 gun. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, but you wouldn't know that if you were the clerk. Oh, God, no. And people yeah. keep trying to say, well, it, what, he didn't mean to hurt anybody. If you're a clerk that has a black gun that looks very much like, I wouldn't know the difference. It looks like a gun to me. And he's pointing, it's touching her chest. What, 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 what is the intent of your message? And he says, take me straight to the hundreds yeah. or I'll kill you. I'm sorry. I'm not going to go. I'm sorry. Is that a Nerf gun guy that sort of looks like Chief Saholic wearing a ski mask? Nine one three five eight. So you're saying run away? I, you know, is it even worth? They interview another minutes? super fan, and he's like, no one even really knew who he was. And I'm like, really? That obviously. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine. I had him saved in my home. Home is Chiefsaholic. I didn't even really know his name. Did, didn't you say that they found one lady that he had gone on one, one date. coffee date with, and she's like, he seemed like a nice guy. I'm like, you met him once. Then why didn't you go on another date? No idea. He was a serial bank robber, allegedly. You had mentioned not putting that interview in with the lawyer. They had to fill the 38 minutes. They had to fill. I think they started out thinking this is going to be a two-hour masterpiece. And then it was like, how about an hour? What if we do 45 minutes? What if we do 18 minutes with long, dramatic musical breaks? And you've got a sports director in the background (laughs) going, hey, where are we on that piece, man? Where is that piece? Boss, we, we've got nothing, man. I got a, six minutes on how you pronounce his first name. We've got a lawyer who just keeps saying no comment. We don't have, we have one gal that went on one date. And now for Werewolf. Ah, this is funny. Uh, from Yahoo Sports, no one ever said that rivalries end when the game is over. And on a day that saw number three Michigan outlast number two Ohio State, Washington survive against Washington State, uh, Alabama beating Auburn, Virginia, the University of Virginia, delivered possibly the pettiest moment in the aftermath of their <laughs> 55-17 blowout loss to in-state rival Virginia Tech. The Hokies win. Captain up-and-down second season for head coach Brent Pry, who decided to celebrate this big win 
by having his team take a group photo on the field at Scott Stadium. So, of course, Virginia decided that was a perfect time to turn on the sprinklers. And there is Virginia. Have you seen it? <laughs> yes, I'm looking at the pictures. It's right so now. funny. <laughs> <laughs> is it petty? Yes. Is it funny? Yeah. Yes. Of course. Um, somebody in this story says, to be clear, we, okay, right. To be clear, we do not know for sure if there was some Virginia groundskeeper looking for the, sm- <laughs> for the smallest kind of payback. This very well could be some very funny automatic sprinkler timer. I will show you, sprinkler groundskeeper guy. Oh, uh, you know what? They, they, they still, good for them. The sprinklers come on and they still take the picture. They still picture. take the picture. I think it makes the picture funnier. A lot of them are ducking for cover. <laughs> I don't know why. You're soaking wet it's already great. from sweat. What we call an action shot in sports. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I'm almost sick of Taylor Swift, but she's she is all over the news these days, especially here in town. Uh, pop superstar announcing today that her concert film, Taylor Swift, The Era's Tour, uh, is going to be available to rent mm-hmm. because she needs more money. You want to tell the people what that thing uh, grossed because it sure. shattered records. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it will be available beginning December 13th. That will be her 34th birthday. Uh, according to both Box Office Mojo and The Numbers, Taylor Swift, The Era's Tour, which basically all that requires is a production team, photog team, and a marketing team. Uh, because what they're, all they're doing is they're filming the tour, are I, they not? I actually read about this in the New York Times. They broke down what it takes to do a concert movie well, and it's a lot more involved than you think. They actually said people think that we just set up cameras Pointed it at Taylor and That's just reran the sofa. No. That's not it. Oh my gosh, no. Huh. No. It made $250 million, <laughs> that movie. So good. It, it premiered last month. It's so good. It's the highest grossing concert movie ever, but it's not a movie. And I don't know what to call it. It's just her concert on the big screen. So that's. It's that- not behind the scenes. You don't get any, like, what's going on when they're getting ready for the Nothing. show? It's literally she comes out, does an entire three-hour concert, and then good night, everybody. Okay. When I first went, I thought it was going to be um, behind the scenes. It's not. It's just the concert, and it's phenomenal. Uh, two things I cannot wait to see. Uh, Maestro with Bradley Cooper. He spent six years researching the role of Carl Bernstein. And guess what else is out? Joaquin Phoenix as oh, Napoleon. Napoleon. Yeah, that looks really good. Those are Dana will be at the theater to watch. Uh, Napoleon's been out or just came out. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I think it was out over Thanksgiving, and yeah, we just right. didn't have time to do it. A twelve-year-old boy driving a stolen twelve-year-old boy driving a stolen cor- uh, construction vehicle led police in Michigan on an hour-long chase, striking about ten parked cars in the process. This occurred in Ann Arbor. Uh, oh. The the vehicle was a uh, it was a forklift and weighed up to thirty five thousand pounds. Come get me! How about that? <laughs> was stolen from outside Forsyth Middle School using a key that was found in the cab of the forklift. This uh, was... Just come on down. We'll get this figured out, and we'll get you back to work. <laughs> Steve, come on down. Steve, come on come, down. Come get me! How about that? 
I'll tell you what, Steve, we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. Come on up. The hard way, on the way to jail, we're going to stop by the hospital. Maybe I'll come down. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll come down. Maybe I won't. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the uh, 12-year-old took police on an hour-long chase, uh, and they finally stopped it. Nobody was hurt, but a lot of cars were damaged. You think? A lot of cars were damaged. Somebody's on the naughty list this year. All right, real quick, before we get out of here, um, please, if you can, help us with Coats for Kids 2023. This is our final week, and it's such an incredible cause. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. If you can give in advance, thank you. KMBZ.com. KMBZ.com, just click on the Coats for Kids logo, and it takes you to a safe and secured website. Or just text in the words KMBZ Coats to 44321, 44321. There is a need in our town. Please help us fill that need. On behalf of our producer today, Sam Stevie III, my good friend and co-host Dana Wright, my name is Scott Parks. And God willing, we're back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe, be well, and be good. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.